We're going to speak briefly from the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms. The book of Psalms, chapter 51. It's a very common scripture. It's a famous scripture that we know. Uh, I'm going to talk about a spiritual audit. A spiritual audit. Hallelujah. Um, sometimes when we are working in an organization or a company, particularly companies that have got very expensive uh, inventories, and they, 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 they once in a while they conduct a spiritual, I mean an audit. <laughs> in other words, they want to make sure that they know the exact number of spanners that they have if they are selling spanners, the number of tires if they are selling tires, that is very important. But sometimes we forget that the spiritual is more important than the physical. Uh, we emphasize on the physical because when I'm physically hungry, I quickly sense it. When I'm physically tired, I quickly sense it. But then we, we do not relate as religiously to our spirit as we do. To our own flesh so that we relegate the spiritual the spiritual is more real than what we teach what we see because everything that we see came out of the spirit everything that we see came out of the spirit that's why the bible says and god said and god said and god said let's turn to the book of psalms chapter 51 this is not the original story of this particular scripture but it's actually a, 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 a revelation or what the prayer that the Lord, uh, that, that our, our king David started speaking after he had sinned. Let me, let's read and then we'll talk briefly. The reason we are doing this is not so that we, we are just fulfilling a preaching engagement, but it's so that we can see how easy it is even for a spiritual person like yourself to be deceived and do something that is very sinful before God and that is an impact that, that is so sustainable and ungodly. Yet you are a powerful man of God. I don't think there is a person who has written more scriptures or worked so closely with God than King David. But now here he fell into a trap. But want to look at the things and the factors that can affect a person to the point where they are in the wrong place at the wrong time. And when it actually happens, he was amazed that, you know, they were talking about him. In other words, you can become so used to sin that you fail to know you are sinning. But it doesn't happen overnight. There are several factors that are involved before we come to that. The book of Psalms chapter 51. This is a popular song with praise and worship. It, it, it says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. In other words, he is about to make a withdrawal from an account, which he knows that, you know, is already overdrawn. But now he's appealing on the character of God and saying, God, according to your loving kindness... But what, what, what had really happened, I'll quickly just, out from memory, try and, and paint a picture of what was happening. It was the time, if you read the book, the original, which is in the book of Second Samuel, chapter 12. 
It was the time that kings go to war. It was the time that kings go to war. And when you are talking about King David, he had become significant and important because of wars. In other words, his greatest gift that brought him into the forefront wasn't his music or his worship of God, but his ability to conquer David, I mean God's enemies. Now what happens here, the important thing as we talk about this is that we need to be aware of how this can happen to us. And we need to bring it into our own lives so that we see the danger of us, you know, losing God. Falling asleep on duty uh, or being in the wrong place. When you, when you read the book of, of Second, Second Samuel chapter 12, it says it was the time when kings go to war. In other words, the kings don't fight at any time. There was a season when they would be you know, concentrating on plowing. And you know, I suspect that when they went to war, it was the time when other people were harvesting their crops so they could go there and plunder. <laughs> But David did not go. In other words, do not forget the thing that brought you to where you are. Do not forget the thing that brought you to where you are. Because you may, you may forget, for instance, that it was the grace of God. God, God loved David because David was a worshiper. God, there's nobody who's worshipped God. In fact, when we want to see intimacy with God, we, we talk about David. We read the book of Psalms and we see how a man can approach God. But it was the time when kings go to war, which means that he had lost a sense of timetabling. Hallelujah. In other words, even you as a Christian, there is an hour when, they, when, when there are watches, there are watches, there are watches. I don't know if I've spoken about them in this particular venue, but they are watches. They are watches. When you read the book of, uh, of Acts, you hear about it, Peter and John. They were going to church. And what does it say? It says it was the hour of prayer. Which means that although it is the hour of prayer, you can be in the wrong place. And there are certain things that come and find you when you are in the wrong place. Why? Because you get used to it. It starts off sometimes by, by being late for, for prayer. And then, you know, uh, you, you turn up, but, you know, you fall asleep in prayer. In other words, you are, and then you are, you are just there like as a ritual or to fulfill an engagement. But then it is slowly eating into the... Then it says it was the time that kings got to war. But David had not gone to war. He had now relegated, you know, his, his, his duty as the leader of war, the anointed one who had been raised by God to fight God's enemies. He was not going to war. He was on top of a roof. He was on top of a roof. All the men had gone away to war. And wars were fraught for, for, for protracted. You may, you may look at, 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 at the woman, that, at Bathsheba, and say maybe she was the one who was a loose woman. No, 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 no. All those women in the compound were thinking of their husbands. And when you know that women are, are thinking of their husbands, you, you see it in the, in the, in the length of their skirts. You see it in the swing as they walk around because they are advertising them but for themselves. But then there was somebody who had made himself available. <laughs> made himself, he was sitting at the top of the house and looking at people. Yeah, you may think that Bathsheba was, was a holy person. No, 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 it was David's fault. No, it takes two to tango. 
I said it takes two to tango. So what happens now? He created opportunity by being in the wrong place. He created opportunity by being in the wrong place. And when you are in the wrong place, the devil has got authority over you. The devil has got authority over you because at that particular time, it was the time for kings to go to war. Which means that the anointing that God was releasing was for people to go and fight. (laughs) Not to go and sleep with other women that were not their wives. (laughs) But now he's praying now. He says, have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness. He's He's being very diplomatic. He's appealing to the weaknesses of God. He knows God is forgiving. He knows God will remember. He's saying, no, he says, against you only have I sinned. In other words, I didn't sin about against Bathsheba. It wasn't like an event, you know, where where you are are off guard and you just look at this, you know, swing that is going that way and you you repent and you come back to your your real self. But it was protracted. He went on, he, he found out whose wife was this. He went on and he says, you know, call her over. And then he sleeps with her and she gets pregnant. And, and that's a process. It doesn't happen like, you know, woman gets pregnant and you know it tomorrow. It's not like she went for a, for a pregnancy test. There were no pregnancy tests those days. But then after a while, she realizes. We don't know how many encounters he had with this particular woman. Then she comes, he's got, then he comes up with a plan. He doesn't repent. <laughs> he doesn't repent. He comes up with a plan, plan to, to kill the husband. To kill the husband. <laughs> and, and who does he kill? He kills one of his most faithful soldiers. He was, a, he was a valiant man of God who really fought all the battles. When you had a problem, you would send Bathsheba's husband to the forefront. Then he, he, he gives him a letter. <laughs> This man was faithful to David. Uh, David says, bring him back, give him, a, give him a holiday. Let him come back and he says, no, 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 no. I cannot go to my house and sleep with my wife. I'm going to, why other men are fighting? What? Because he was a man who had learned from his leader. He had, he had learned from his leader that there was a season for war. That it was time for war and it is not time for me to be sleeping with my wife. He doesn't go home. Let me tell you something. Your sincerity, your diligence, and your discipline could be the only thing that saves you from death. But sometimes you can also die because of your faithfulness. That's what happened to this man. He says, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sleep with my wife. Can you imagine if it was just a, David even got him drunk. He got him drunk so that he could lose judgment. <laughs> Which means that the devil has got capacity. He knows your weaknesses. Ah, he knows your weaknesses. He, he knows where you come from. He knows what follows your bloodline. He's not going to bring to you, ah, if you are a cat, he's going to bring a mouse. <laughs> he's not going to bring some, something else that you don't like. He's going to bring something that is right in the bumper. Something that will cause you and you know left and right and, and, and you start to falter that's why it's important as a child of God to know your weakness 
That's why it's important as a child of God to have friends who can tell you the truth about you. That no, 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 no. You are just singing these days, but you know, you are using your talent. <laughs> we don't sense God when you are singing. That's a good friend. <laughs> the Bible says in the book of Proverbs that, you know, uh, the rebuke of a friend is better than the kisses of an enemy. Don't, don't celebrate people that pamper you. People that navigate against you, around your weakness, who don't confront you and correct you. Have mercy upon me, O oh God, according to your loving, loving kindness, according unto the multitude of your tender mercies. He says, blot out my transgression. In other words, destroy even the evidence of this sin of mine. Destroy it. Destroy it. For I acknowledge my transgressions. <laughs> I, I, was, I was sleeping on duty. And, and you know, my sin is ever before me. <laughs> this pregnancy is growing bigger. <laughs> you know, your, your sin is not going to grow small. It's going to become more apparent. <laughs> you cannot hide it. Every day that passes is going to grow bigger and bigger. Against you only have I sinned. Nobody may know about this situation. Nobody who know that people didn't know that, you know, this Uriah had slept at the gate. No, no. They thought he had gone to his house. So some people, when they saw his wife pregnant, they thought that he was the one who done it. But it wasn't. I acknowledge my transgression. My sin is ever before me. Do you know that you can start not, not seeing your sin? You can get used. You can sign a, a truce with your sinfulness. You know your weakness. You know you, you, you should. a child of God must be in the habit of repenting. Amen. Amen. You must be in the habit. It may look like a weakness, but when was the last time you, you said you were sorry and you meant it? When was it? When was it? For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. <laughs> Which means people may not see what you have done. But God sees. Amen. God sees. So when you repent, you need to go to the one who sees you in secret. Because there were times when you were angry, but you, 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 you controlled yourself on the outside. And people didn't know. There are times when you lied and you know you buttered it up and you covered it and people did not see. Against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. In other words, when you are sleeping with Bathsheba, God had to watch because God is omnipresent. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity. Now he's, he's laying down his case, you know, he's bringing that, you know, it's not really me, you know, it runs in the tribe. And it is true, it, it ran in the tribe. But, but he was just trying to mitigate what? What is sin. Behold, you desire the truth in the inward part. In other words, that's where it started. It started in your heart. Nobody sees it, but you know, it was a, a little lust there. And then initially you were controlling yourself and rebuking yourself. Then you began to indulge it and it grew bigger and bigger. You started to crave like, you know, a pregnant woman. You started feeding the beast. 
Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. He's going back to God and saying, God is your fault. This mechanism, this lust, came from the way you created me. Even in my mother's womb, I had this trait. Behold, you desire truth in the inward part. That's where you need to be clean. That's where you need to, to, to calibrate and recalibrate so that you are standing in position. You do not do anything that is not in your heart. Page me with high soap. <laughs> he knew that, you know, he didn't go to you to, 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 to his sexual partner to forgive. No. <laughs> he went to God. This is only you can clean. Because sometimes you can steal and wipe your lips. And people may not even know. <laughs> people may not even know. But against God and against God only have you sinned. Amen. I may give the wrong tithe. The secretary doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, but of course my name is there. But against you and you only have I sinned. Hide your face from my sin. I cannot hide my sin, but Lord, please hide your face so that you do not see what I have done and blot, it, blot all my iniquities. In other words, sin, falling in sin or failing is an opportunity to get rid of something, to correct something in your life. But if you are the one who does not sin now, you have no opportunity to repent. Cast me not away from your presence. Now he's valuing it that, you know, if I had been in God's presence, I would have been there at the prayer bench that the soldiers had before we went to war. I would have been asking you for mercies and journey mercies. And the way I pray when I'm going to war is more fervent than the one who is not going to war. Oh, then I will teach my transgressions thy way. I can no longer even witness because I've got no authority. I am a sinner. How can I help sinners? Oh, Lord, open thou my lips and my mouth shall shew forth praise. Which means that he had even lost his anointing and, and his, 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 his proclivity to, 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 to praise God. The first place that we see that you are backsliding is in your in your in your in your, in your music library. Mm, amen. Yeah. Amen. Sometimes you may even see it on your on your on your ringtone. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes you can even see it eh, on your YouTube playlist. You know what are your favorites? What are they about? <laughs> Some of us have got more about cooking and hairstyle and fashion than we have about God, the Holy Spirit, and the things of God. Against you, and you only, God, have I sinned. I'm not going to be repenting in public, you know. I'm repenting to you, oh God. Deliver me from blood guiltness. In other words, there is an authority that can forgive the level of your sin. Amen. There are people that ask for forgiveness, but they don't mean it. The person you are really sinning against when you sin is God. Yeah. Let's just stand up before the Lord. Hallelujah. Just want to take a bit of time to pray. Don't, don't shout, you know, just speak loud. You know, even in your hearts, you know, there are things that, that you've done that people don't even know about. There are thoughts that you've heard that the people don't even know about against you and against you only, Lord. 
Have I sinned? Let's just go before the Lord and pray just for a few minutes. Ramunanda Berebo Sikamuhakaranina. Namangenele, see at 